0: Welcome to Try or Die
1: Welcome to the Try or Die podcast. My name is Ben Valley. My name is Braden Ball. And this week we wore suits
0: Mm. We tried to become businessmen. We tried to become businessmen or maybe we pretended to become businessmen We're in the process of becoming businessmen actually by yeah. having a YouTube channel, I suppose.
1: But we will get into that more later. First, Absolutely. we have a segment.
0: What are we starting out with, Benjamin?
1: Highlight of the week. Highlight of the week. Would you like to go
0: first or would you like me to? The choice is totally yours. You go for it. I would love to. Thank you for that honor. <laughs> um, so, as you know or may not know, hopefully you now know, we are a Christian-based podcast. We're both heavy God worshipers. We love God. And I would encourage you, if you don't, then you should give it a shot. Check it out because it will just, it'll change your life truly. And so part of that is as we've grown closer to God, grown closer in our walk and closer in our faith, I've noticed that we've had way more opportunity to share it with people. Mm -hmm. And I had a really great opportunity this week to share it with one of my acquaintances. And I won't say their name because I just don't, I don't want to out them like that, but, I had this opportunity to essentially just share the gospel with them. And they were telling me how they'd been, you know, had trouble, I guess, believing in the past that it had been this, this, they grew up in church and then they came to college and kind of just dipped away from God because they didn't believe the validity of him. Mm -hmm. And so once we kind of talked about that a little bit, it was just this really powerful moment where we got to pray. And I just remember like shaking and almost crying whenever he was talking to me about about a story and it was just so beautiful and such a good moment and reminder that god can use anyone can even use someone like me who is so just deserving of death really Mm -hmm. you know i feel like we often don't realize sometimes that even as we get closer to god we're still just as much a sinner and just as deserving of the rewards that you know and it's so awesome that we have such a merciful god who we don't have to work our way to salvation
1: that's awesome that's great experience so he you said he kind of fell away from that was he still falling away or was he on the process well, what he of told me closer?
0: what he told me was that he never believed truly that it was just kind of actions and like never really understood it and really believed god yeah it was just kind of like circumstantial and so like it seems like he always would ask for signs but he would just never see them happen and so I ended up telling him something and it's something that I needed to hear myself was whenever you doubt God uh this idea that if you can't believe in God, you're having trouble believing in God and this higher power, right? Do you believe that if God did exist, he could do something crazy? And if you can believe that, then I think that that's where God steps in. Mm. Cuz we can't box him up like if I'm having trouble believing that God exists, but if God exists, I know he can do something. And trusting that faith right there I think is so important and being able to do that. So that's kind of what we prayed was just this idea of like, you know, God, it is so hard to just sit here and assume you exist whenever I like, someone's had struggles with that. And so, Lord, I ask that if you're real, you make it clear.
1: Yeah, I think that is that is so powerful, just having that bold faith and that doubts are completely okay and that we all have them. But that is kind of the whole idea of this podcast and our testimonies. We are falling away from God, you know, as most college students do when they start going to college. And then we realized that, you know, because both of us, that was such a big foundation of our childhood is God. And so we, we came back to him very strongly. and But we never experienced or really understood how powerful the Holy Spirit is Mm. and how powerful he can be in having that bold faith towards your life that you live every day for him picking up your cross and realize that that Holy Spirit is so powerful and just to trust in it and to have a faith to try to have faith just the size of a mustard seed it's just so powerful in Mm. your life I love that and so Yeah, that's just part of our testimony. Just having that bold faith, understanding the power of the Holy Spirit, and just when you're living fully for Him, it changes. It changes your life. So, uh, yeah, that's awesome. I was able to share the gospel with someone this week, too, while I was filming for this reality TV show for a school, for my school, ETSU. And uh, I was just telling them, right, you know, while we're filming in front of everyone, I was just telling them the gospel. And he, you know, grew up in church and he still goes to church, but he didn't even know what being saved was. You know, isn't that crazy? He was involved, he was part of a church that he goes to sometimes and he still did not know what being saved was. So I walked him through the process and I told him, you know, we're, we're totally helpless without God. You know, we're totally, um, you know, captive to our sin. We deserve death. And the only defense we have to that is Jesus Christ's blood and how that can change us. And so... I kind of just shared the gospel with him, realized that he was like, well, yeah, I guess it's just a personal choice that you got to make. And I was like, yeah. He was like, I'm just not ready to live that way. I was like, Mm. dang, that's unfortunate. I was like, you got to come as you are. He's like, yeah, I know, but I'm just not ready. And I was like, okay. And I just kept talking to him, you know, because at that point, you're not going to force him to do anything. And I truly think I understood that. And I've always thought this. I've always done this, even playing video games. I would would preach the gospel um, to people. And it was, had so many crazy experiences. I truly believe that my spiritual gift is evan, evan, evangelism. Evangelism. I was trying to say evangelicalism or something. But evangelism um, is my spiritual gift. Mm. I love doing it. I've always done it. But obviously, I'm going to do it way more when I'm close to God. Mm-hmm. So, I love that. I think everyone's going to share the gospel, especially when you're following God mm-hmm. closely.
0: It, that's, such a, that's such a heart-wrenching story too because I think a lot of times people assume that by becoming a Christian, they're going to become and excuse my French, but there's really no other word that justifies it. But they think it's going to make you like a pussy mm-hmm. for lack of better words. They think it's going to make that God's this weak, frail, that you don't live with purpose. you don't. Your live, life is boring. Your life's boring. All you do is sit there and read the Bible and go to church and just live these mediocre lives. And it's like, no, that's the whole point is that you don't do that. That's what Satan wants you to believe.
1: Like, that's what literally what we're trying to prove through this podcast is when we started living purposefully for God, our life has been filled with purpose, crazy experiences with evangelism, with challenging ourselves and just sobering up and just doing things that are meaningful we have lived a crazy life that's, in months
0: yeah and that's the thing that's how powerful god is is you yeah. look at these these boxers and i forget what his name is but there's this one dude who recently relatively recently he won to fight and he said i don't care what weight division i win i don't care about any of that the most important thing i'll ever do and he starts talking about god and how he serves god and he says the most important thing i'll ever do and he kneels down he raises his hand up is this And he starts praising God in the middle of this interview. And everyone's just like, oh. And then there's, like, other clips of football where, like, this Super Bowl, there was two really Christian quarterbacks that were going into it, Mm -hmm. uh, Mahomes and Hyatt. And so they were interviewing someone afterwards. I think it was an Eagles team member who – I don't think it was after the Super Bowl. but It was after a game relatively recently. And essentially – in the interview, he starts talking about his faith, and people are just like, no one wants to hear about your faith in the sports game. And he's like, well, it's who like, it's who I am. You know, it's my purpose. I don't really I care about football, but it's not my purpose. My purpose, mm. my identity, is not being a football player. It's being a child of God. Yeah. I just happen to be a football player.
1: That's what we talked about a few weeks ago, is that a lot of people, our generation, is struggling with identity. And... You know, they're, they're trying to put it in things like sports or sexual identity or anything like that, but that's all temporary stuff. Like, you can do amazing th- things through God, but when you put your identity in Him, that's eternal, that's purpose, and it has meaning, and it will never fail. Mm. When you have something, when you have your identity in something eternal, whether you have it, because in football, you're always going to get injured, something's going to happen, you fail. Or in your sexual identity, something always happens. That can always fail. That can always get ruined. But God is never going to change.
0: Happiness versus joy.
1: And he's always going to love you. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's just that internal, that never-changing identity. Oh. It's, it's just so powerful. It's
0: so beautiful because it all builds off of each other, like all throughout the Bible. You get in, in Romans, in, in Corinthians, it, it talks about our identity. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. We are children of God. The moment that, that we repent of our sins, we are saved children of God. Not, but, but, but we're children of God even before that. Like mm-hmm. from our formation in the womb, we were children of God. We are never not children of God. And in the same way, the prodigal son, right? The son leaves away. That doesn't make him not the son of the father. He just isn't at home, though. That's the thing. He's out there in the world. He's separated, but he's not any less of a child. And the moment he comes back, he makes that turn around. The father runs out to meet him. No, at no point is he any less of a child of God. And I think that's so important to realize that, like, that identity is so beautiful because it never changes. When you're bad and i mean what's bad what's good you know that's such a well
1: yeah i think that's the cool thing is when we talk about evil and sin like that's evil and, dis- and vile all that it's just what the evil means is just the the absence of god mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter really about the action but that it's absent from yeah god. it's a mindset it's a state of being you can't
0: like sin is so much more than just oh you you lied you 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 had sex you did this you did this it's Your state of mind is that you're prioritizing happiness over joy. You're putting yourself above truth and above God. And the moment you do that, your life starts to to dissipate. It's just not good. Your life starts sucking. I mean, Mm -hmm. take it from me. My life sucks whenever I do that. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is, reality, this world sucks. There's no getting around it no matter what.
1: But there's a cure for it. It's in God. Even living through Christ from the outside, it says in Corinthians, you know, we are persecuted, yet we are happy. We are poor, yet we give other people a richness that that we make them the richest they can be. Mm. And that is by sharing the gospel. We are persecuted. We are beaten. We are viewed as poor and like we're struggling, but we are happy and we are joyful through that. And that is what's confusing. Yeah. As this long list of it's like we are poor but we're actually we're so rich. Mm. Cause truly, what does richness mean of this world? It's, when it it when life is such a vapor.
0: Yeah. And in the scheme of things, if you had the option of spending seventy years out of eternity, something we can't even comprehend. So let's comprehend let's let's say a billion, right? A thousand millions, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say a thousand let's say we could live for a thousand years as humans, which is not true. <laughs> mm-hmm. A thousand is so little of a billion. Is so small because a thousand is one one, one hundred wait, one ten thousandth, because a thousand however many of a million, right? It's a lot. And then it's one one thousandth of that. And that's how little life that would be. And so everything after that beautiful amazing eternity if you desire it if you want it mm-hmm. and you're really going to focus on this little microscopic point of time and building your wealth up building all this up and it's going to vanish
1: mm-hmm. but you know of course it's not bad if you do it through god but you know oh it's not will, a bad yeah. thing no uh, building it's just, up your it's, wealth.
0: It, but it fades nonetheless yeah. it doesn't matter any point in time everything of this world will fade
1: when you have the, your mind on this world and of worldly things, your mind is on a pending doom. Mm-hmm. But when you have your mind set on that eternity, on that things not that are not seen, things that are unseen, you have a much better perspective and joy uh. and peace, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, it's just there's this chemical activation in your brain also that happens when you give to other people. Like... The way that we as humans operate chemically in our brain is whenever someone gives us a gift or if you give someone a gift, their gratitude is what activates neurons in your brain. Mm -hmm. And whenever you're given a gift, what activates in your brain is that receiving of it and being thankful for it. So so we're made to feel love Mm -hmm. and we're made to not be focused on ourselves and be alone in this world. Chemically that's how we're made like there's and there's no arguing that it doesn't matter if you're a creationist or an evolutionist atheist or you know whatever that there's no arguing that Mm -hmm. and so what's beautiful is the answer to all of that is found in christianity you'll never want no more you'll never be thirsty never be hungry with the living bread and with the living water mm -hmm. and it's just it all makes sense that it just flows together
1: and so for me it's just so hard to refute that evidence we are so intelligently created even Charles Darwin, at the end of his life, said, no one can look at the human eye and say that it was happened by accident. And so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh. Anything else to say about your highlight? Oh, I think so. I got a little, well, got a little distracted there. You we went on quite the tangent, but I like it. You can't go wrong, though, with tangents about oh. your So my highlight of the week happened on last Tuesday. This is all my highlight. Wow. <laughs> and so I... When I was at my 8 a.m. and very bored, falling asleep. And I was like, oh, yeah, that fight night, the, this huge fight event that happens in, in Chattanooga. Um, I, I was trying to get in contact with the guy. He wasn't texting me back. So I was like, oh, let me just text him again at 8.37 a.m. And then he responds at 10.55 and he says, do you know who this guy is, who Carson Mastrapa is? And I was like, no. And then he starts asking me a bunch of questions. And then he said, All right, are you able to fight on April 8th? And I said, Yes. And so I'm going to fight this huge event where hundreds of people gather and watch guys fight. And that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So the moment I signed up on Tuesday at about 11 o'clock, I was just like, Oh my gosh, I have a video of me just going, like, just sitting in my car. Like, I just signed up to do a boxing match with. Two and a half weeks of preparation. No, <laughs>
0: no prior training. Just no two and prior and a half weeks. training.
1: I've sparred a few times in my life, like a handful of times. And, but no actual.
0: <laughs> <What>?
1: <laughs>
0: Someone's going? asking about our clothing.
1: What is it? What is that word? So, so, sorry. So sorry. Oh, but I, yeah, the moment I signed up, I was just like, oh my gosh, I just did this. I'm going to have to box someone and fight for my life when I've never done it before. But I was like, that's so unrealistic of a thing to do is to sign up for a boxing match. It's only two weeks of training and to go for it. So usually on my lunch break for classes, I'll just go back to my car and chill out or go get some food. But I was like, I got to start training right now. So immediately I went to... Um, the gym and I just started training on the heavy bag with gloves. Started doing some ab workouts, some explosive plyometrics for my arms and legs. Started working on footwork. Just trained for that whole hour until my next class. Wow! Because I do not have a second to lose.
0: No, you, you know, make don't.
1: The, you know I love that Bible verse: "Make the mo the best use of your time." For the days are evil. Um, these two weeks are evil. I'm dying of just training all day, and uh, I'm getting ready. I'm gonna knock this kid out. At least that's in my mind. I hope so. But Carson Mustappa, you know, he's gonna get knocked out. And um, I I don't know if I like for content. It would almost be better if you got knocked out. I don't know. Knocking someone out is pretty cool. But getting knocked so. out's hilarious. But yeah, that's basically my highlight. Just <laughs> just doing it, just trying, just signing up for Why something. Why not? Being unrealistic. Be like, oh no, you gotta you got you gotta get months of training first, and then you sign up for your first fight and you train really hard, you get a trainer, you have it all lined up, sometimes you just have to go for it. Sometimes you just have to sign up and then let everything follow after. You just have to be unrealistic if you want to achieve your goals sometimes. And that's what I'm finding out right now. And it's a lot of anxiety and it's a lot of rushing, but it, it's crazy Mm. and it's scary, but I'm so excited.
0: Oh, I love that passion that's burning in it. And and it's so neat because it all just keeps like applying over and over and over. Like everything we've learned from before applies to the next thing that we do. Which then what we learn from that applies to the next thing that we do. Yeah. The thing about this is like I might also be boxing. I'm a fill-in mm-hmm. right now. I'm a stand-in fighter. So if anyone doesn't show up, so I'll, I don't know if I'm fighting or not. I could be fighting a five-eight guy. I could be fighting a six-eight guy. But no will idea. be Training. But I'm going to train. The content,
1: because, if you fought a 6'8 guy, it would be so good. Oh, I'd get my stuff rocked. I would not live. <laughs> I would die. <laughs> no, you'd be fine. It's headgear, so it'll be fine.
0: I, liver, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Oh. No, maybe I'll just, like, go between their legs and then just, like, woo. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, that's funny. So we're going to fight on April 8th in about 13 days. Ooh, is it live-streamed?
0: We need to live-stream it on our channel.
1: Oh, we will. So, if you guys want to watch it, what, what, is, what is that? Let's read the comments. So, let's start with the first one. Why are you in Thobia? I commented
0: the second thing, answering them, while you oh, were explaining. that is you. These were acquired from a mission trip in Pakistan. Yes. And we wanted to wear
1: something eye-catching. So, it was a mission trip, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it looks like we're characters from the Chosen series. Mm. And so, we just thought it would be funny basically but yeah so we're in Pakistani clothing if you're listening to this on spotify or any other platform that's not youtube go check out youtube and we'll be in they yeah be a- you can and also if you're listening to this later on spotify
0: usually every sunday pretty late we're gonna try to move it earlier once we get some stuff figured out probably never happen. probably never will yeah. but i say if we can eventually move it to like 6 p.m i don't know i'll, I'll send a poll out on youtube yeah uh but anywho, yeah so we're wearing thobia i guess it's called did not know that's what these were called
1: yeah but that realization that and so it was so cool that that day when i went to work out for the boxing match i was working on the bag and i saw this other guy he started shadow boxing and punching the bag and i go up to him i was like hey have you trained boxing before do you know where i can box because i have a fight in two weeks with no experience he goes what are you crazy? He's been doing Muay Thai for years. Dang. And he said, you need to spar every single day, bro. You, that's all you need to do. You have no time to learn fundamentals. You just, have no time. You have to just get experience. Dang. And I love that because that's kind of what we're going uh, through. It's like college, you know, you go through life and you just kind of take it slow. You get it's like a nice a fundamentals. Yeah, You yeah. learn the fundamentals. You learn the basics. But when you jump into life fully – you have to just go and fail and you have to go right into experience. You have to go spar and get punched, mm. punch, punch until you mm. get block it. And so, I mean, in a way sparring is gonna teach you a bit more. At least for your first fight in two weeks. Yeah. And then I'll probably have to learn fundamentals after. But
0: Well, I mean, think about it. Think about that concept. You're <laughs> you're never gonna get as good like you can sit there and think about something all day. Think hypothetically what the best move in any given situation is. But whenever you've got 0.2 seconds to react to something, mm-hmm. experience from beforehand is going to be your best teacher. It's not going to be what you've learned from a book. Okay. Same with businesses. I mean, think of how many people go to college. They get their like degree in business and everything. And then they make a small business and it fails. Even though they know everything that they were supposed to do correctly, life happens. Mm-hmm. And you can't always have a plan for life. Sometimes – the, the way that I look at it is it's like you're whitewater rafting down a river or, or you're in this boat going down like this river, mm-hmm. right? You can plan the whole route. You walk down the whole river. You're like, oh, that rock's doing that and that rock's doing that. And then you get in and you never, ever do what you planned because nope. because there's no way to predict it. You can never predict what if you hit a rock that you didn't see. It's underwater. What if the current changes, wind picks up, this, 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 this and the same's in life. You're never going to be able to predict everything that could happen. So experience is the best, most unforgiving teacher.
1: Yeah. And so that's basically what I'm going to do. I'm going to do full 13 days of just sparring people as much as I can and getting punched and learning how to block it. No time for fundamentals. It is time for experience and then moving right into the fight. So 13 days away is the fight. So we're going to have to spar a lot of people. We're going to spar each other. And the quickest – uh, teacher, I could get this week was my nephew. Actually, he's only three years younger than me, and but he has a bit of Muay Thai, a lot of kickboxing experience. You know, about a year, much more than me, we'll say. And you know, he get kind of is like me, my ADHD brain. We just get very obsessed on a p- particular subject, and we learn a lot about it. So he he learned a lot about that. So he just knew a lot of combos. He knew what to do to train me because he he's gone through a lot of training himself. And so, yeah, that's who I got. I was practicing combos. He punched me so many times this week in the face. And I was just hanging from a pull-up bar. He's punching me in the abs. We're going through all sorts of boxing stuff. You know, at one point, he has just pads. And we're in this tiny room. And he's running around, punching me as hard as he can with these pads. Just smack, smack, smack. And I have to use head movement, this, but just getting absolutely pummeled. And so... It's crazy, and then we actually—I actually spar him, and I—I I go about fifty percent because I'm much longer than him, by a like couple inches, and um, which is a lot. And so, <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit longer than him, so I'm punching like fifty, forty percent. He goes like eighty, ninety, and so he's there. I'm keeping him off, but then he just socks me a couple times, and I'm like, "Oh crap!" And as soon as you get socked, bro, you just lose everything. It's only muscle memory from there. So. This week was I, you know, I got a lot of getting punched in the face experience, and just learning how to fight. So it's been fun, hmm. <laughs> and that's what you're gonna go through. I was gonna say I've
0: done jack so far. I've done nothing. I've worked. I've started my crash diet. I've lost yeah, like a pound. I've lost five pounds in five days, which is nuts. Well. How many calories do you think we normally would consume in a I day? I at like, least consume like 3,000. I think I consume like 4,000. Yeah. A roughly, day. four to 5,000 every day because we just right. are so athletic. Like we're always just running and just playing large sports men. and we're just big. Yeah. Over I'm, 200 pounds I'm and fit. Usually I'm around 211 pounds but with abs and
1: like muscle definition. Mm-hmm. And so we just eat so much and I – the first couple of days, I crashed. I went nineteen hundred calories. And I realized I was too low if I want to train, mm-hmm. um, so I jumped it up to like twenty three hundred. That's what I'm two hundred. That's around what I'm doing.
0: Is like two thousand twenty one hundred. I'm so hungry today. You you want? Yeah. What have you eaten today?
1: Um. So I started with. You know, I, I always fast till about one or two o'clock, mm-hmm. and so you know, of course, in the morning, I just have black coffee. Coffee has fun fact: two to five calories per eight ounces. So, it's great for suppressing your appetite in the morning. Um, hacks for those anorexic girls out there. And so, we... Um, I think in the morning, I just had a stuffed bell pepper. Those stuffed with beef and broccoli and the cabbage. And cheese? A little bit of cheese on the top. Mm. But it's healthier cheese. You know, low, well, lower calorie, like Havarti and Parmesan. Okay, And okay. so... Uh yeah, I, I don't really remember what I ever had for breakfast, low-key. No, then I drove, and then I had a banana, too.
0: Mm. What about you? love that. For breakfast, I drank some coffee. Nice. And then I drank a, a cup of salt water because mm. I've, been, I've been doing that. I've been trying to, like, do that. That was from Andrew Huberman's routine, and it suppresses your appetite. It works because I was fasting for today, too. And then I had my first meal at about 3.30. Uh, mm-hmm. And I had salmon, just a big piece mm-hmm. of salmon, some broccoli, and apples, mandarin oranges, and strawberries. That was my two sides because I work at a restaurant, so that was that was that was my meal. It was awful. We had prime rib tacos today, which are delicious. we don't have those super duper often mm-hmm. and we had a bunch of stuff like people were walking around with this new cheesecake that we were about to come out with. It's a carrot cake, cheesecake. That's the hard part about oh, working at a restaurant. Dude. <laughs> and so I'm just like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like that. I If you're listening to this on Spotify, you can't see what I just did. And I'm very thankful. Yeah. Then after that, I got home. I ate two spoonfuls of peanut butter because there's roughly 180 calories in each. I still want to meet like around 22, 2300. I ate a mm-hmm. good bit of some a handful of peanuts. That was like my snack. And
1: then... I don't think I've eaten since then. You got a bit of calories to go. I and do. You really shouldn't eat that. So we got I some do. food for you. But yeah, we're crash dieting, and we're so I think this week we need to cut out every single piece of processed sugar. Um, none of it. No, you're right. And cut out a lot of things. I'm I'm cutting out basically all carbs. I don't eat any carbs. I haven't in the last five days. Um, Wait, so no yerba? Well, you know, like carb carbs, like bad no, carbs. but like.
0: Twenty seven grams of added sugars.
1: Yeah, so probably no year but they'll processed sugar. But you know, it's organic. True, cane true, sugar. true, true, true. But um no, I So yeah, I'm I i have not eaten any kind of bread. I've eaten very low carb tortillas. The <sighs> taste is definitely different. But yeah, we're cutting out all carbs, processed sugar, we're staying fast, we're like well oiled machines. But I think we should jump into the quote of the week. I think it's we weird. should. Oh my goodness. I yeah. yeah, we're not there yet. I kinda thought we were in like next week's challenge already. <laughs> let's move through these let's get let's let's, get let's, let's
0: let's catch up a little bit
1: um i'll go ahead all right my quote of the week is from mike tyson fitting because of the boxing coming up That's and because of the pakistani clothing <laughs> and so it says everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face which i really experienced this weekend i was like oh i'm really good at boxing blocking you know i'm boxing i'm moving my nephew nails me and a freaking jaw and everything just goes i'm like what is happening dodge dodge punch don't know what's happening you know you have a plan you're trying to plan out your fight in your head or your life and then life always punches you in the face bro mm. whether anything you know what it is you know what life has punched you in the face with recently and now you have no plan you have no idea what to do but you have to keep going you have to keep mm. pushing and you gotta rocky that stuff and just get up you got to put on your eye of the tiger and just you know, start your training montage. It's just, it's just about getting up. I, I, I love the Bible verse of Proverbs twenty four seventeen. Let me pull it up so I'm I know for it. Um, exactly what it says. But it basically just talks about the righteous getting up after falling down for seven times. Falling down seven times. But here it is. Um, For the righteous falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in times of calamity. You know, you just got to, there is no rest for the righteous. Mm. I like that. I like that quote, even though, you know, we find rest in him. um, Yeah, I think, you know, you just got to get up. Life is going to punch you in the face and then you're going to have no plan, but you just have to keep going. You have to see it through. (laughs) I know, I'm sorry. It just came into my mouth. And so... (laughs) (laughs) um, Uh, All right. Moving, moving on. um, You just have to keep going. No matter what, life is going to punch you in the face. You're going to sign up for a fight two weeks before it happens. You're just going to have to train the best you can. Um, And then learn that it has no help. You just have to go and move. Learn to live life without a plan. Mm. and the best way to do that is just to go straight into a wall and fail Mm. and then learn how to jump over the wall but yeah yeah. so as soon as I got punched in the face I'm like I don't know what's happening but I have to learn how to keep my hands up I guess what about your quote?
0: my quote is from the good old Attack on Titan my favorite show of all time I'm not that much of an anime guy you should watch it if you hate anime watch Attack on Titan Yeah, it's the best show. I literally have a friend who's binging it right now, and he hates anime. Wow! And he's just—he's told me how it's his favorite show, best writing he's ever seen. And there's this quote from it from season four, where they're just—they're in the heat of this battle essentially, and they're sitting there questioning their morals, questioning what all is happening. You know, the effects of war. And he said, the only way to see the other side of this mess is—is to live—is if you live to see it through. And so I love that. It's if the only way you're going to know if if something's worth it, if the risk you took was worth taking or any of those things is if you live to see it through, is if you make it to the other side of that. And then you can know and then you can learn from it. And you mentioned something to me earlier. I'm taking it from you. Was this idea of. What, like Like whenever we play video games, we always say, let's end it on a win. Mm-hmm. Like you can't. I do that all the time, Even like and I, Whenever I'm playing games, if I'm playing rocket basketball, or, you gotta yeah, end it on with shot, yeah, you got to end it on a good shot. Volleyball, oh, you can't end on a on a out, so you'll sit yeah. there and you'll pass it and get a good kill to end it with before you take the net down. Same in life. Why do we not apply that to our life? Why end it on a loss? <laughs> you know, yeah, end it on a win. If you're feeling suicidal, <laughs> don't, wait, I mean, don't end it. <laughs> just don't end it. But like,
1: get one win, and then you will feel like not ending it. Exactly. That's no. The get it's a like, win and then end it, bro. No. It's like, like
0: if you're <laughs> poor, poor, poor speaking. Yeah, yeah. No. No. But like, if when people feel suicidal, they're at this low. They're at this loss. It's like you just got beat at your video game like four times in a row. You just lost mm-hmm. so badly in your sport, right? but all the time you're always sitting there let's you know you can't end on a loss you got to end on a win one more just one more do that in life just mm-hmm. one more same why not apply healthy things you know
1: yeah
0: <laughs> it's just that idea the same thing goes in the quote of the week is like if you don't live to see it through you're never going to know what happened like you got to take risks you got to jump in you got to go in with whatever little plan you have get punched in the face
1: yeah that doesn't just apply with you know, suicidal, killing yourself, it applies to, oh, I'm going to give up on my dream or my business. You, I'm like, no, I got to see it through until it completely. Fails. It,
0: yeah. Until it's completely failed, hopeless. And then, well, you got to end it on a win, you know, do something else. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I love that. And so just that idea of why like you can't give up on something just because it's, it's not looking good. It's not mm-hmm. looking pretty. I mean, we have 114 subscribers. It's not, it's not looking that pretty. I mean, we've it's been a couple of months and we've been working hard. We've spent hundreds of hundreds of dollars. We're in Pakistani clothing. We're in Pakistani. clothing. Bubba ball wants to know what religious. We are Protestant Christians.
1: Yes. Both of Just us. following the Bible, disciples following of the Bible. Christ. Yeah. Disciples of Christ. That's the way we like to look at it cuz we're different denominations, but these are just clothes from a mission trip. Oh, so. that's probably why they asked. Yeah. yeah. This could Shalom. be
0: this no, could be taken
1: as probably. I don't know.
0: Well, Islam Maybe, but Muzzled? yeah, but yeah, we are Protestant Christians.
1: Yeah. Thank you for the question. If anyone, yeah. if any of the viewers want to comment, we will respond yeah. live. Talk to us. We want to talk to you. We want to interact, build
0: a community. We're happy to have people here. So thank you for, for asking that bubble ball. We really or,
1: appreciate it. If you are on Spotify, remember to answer the Q and a
0: down below. Yeah. And email us. Try I one one two eight at gmail.com. Absolutely. Send us Questions. But, yeah, that quote of the week. Just it, Why? Yeah, you got to live to see it through. Stop giving up on things and just power through, give it a little bit longer, and live to see it through. So you will know if it was worth it. And Absolutely. if it wasn't, do something that is.
1: Yeah. Mm. There you go. Baptist, Reformers, which Protestant group if you don't mind saying? Um. All that, you first. That is a hard one. Um, I feel like there's a lot of dom- denominations. Oh, there's, there's so, so many. many. And... It's just, it just adds a lot of confusion. There's Calvinists, there's Presbyterians, Methodists. Baptists. I think those are all Calvinists I just named. but um, Free will Baptists. Baptist. There's and, so many Baptists even. But the main part and what we believe in is uh, just, just focusing on the 90% that we do agree on, the important parts of Christianity. So what we believe is you have to repent and believe in the gospel to be saved, You must go out and live for God every day. That's a product of your salvation is God's relentless love is going to change you and that you are going to start living a life for him. You got to pick up your cross every day and you're going to fail. And that's just sanctification. But that you repent and believe in the gospel, believe that Jesus died on the cross and, um, and rose again. And that you're saved by grace through faith, saved by grace through faith, and that you are supposed to go tell other people. Yeah. And you are supposed to love, use the God, use the love that is overflowed from your heart from God, use the comfort and the peace and the joy that is overflowed from your heart and pour into those lives around you. Yeah. I really like that answer too, because the thing is, is we're totally different denominations. That is what we care about. Yeah. That's the thing that we care about. And that's the thing that unifies us. Because <clears throat> technically speaking, like what denomination did you grow up as? Uh, not. Oh, I don't really know. We we went through many. My dad is not yeah. really, specific, but kind of non-denominational Baptist. Kind of non-denominational Baptist. Yeah. So I have
0: grown up and like always have been a Seventh Day Adventist. But as I increase more in that, I don't like to really say I'm a particular denomination because like I believe what what the denomination that aligns most with what I believe personally. Yeah, is, is Seventh Day Adventism. Mm-hmm. But there's still so many things that I'm like. Ew. Mm-hmm.
1: not not good. <laughs> a lot of things with Baptists, I'm like, Ew. Uh, Ew. you know? Yeah. It's, it's so a that's lot of the things. thing. You've got to do your own research. you got to figure out the truth, look but in the Bible. It doesn't matter. Uh, recently, I had this conversation with this Calvinist, and he goes to a Calvinist church, and he listened to a bunch of Calvinist things, and we started arguing about it. And I was like, no, we have free will, because you know, me and you both chose to accept jesus christ even though he knew what we were going to choose he still knows what we were going to it it goes huge depth into the argument and so i started doing a ton of research we started debating every week and when we were at work and i was like what i was like i did a bunch of research and this is how i concluded it there are many smarter men than i will ever be that are convinced on both sides and there's verses that both prove them right Now, personally, I believe that free will is more proved. But I'm like, this is literally a distraction from Satan. I think a lot of Reformed theology um, is just distraction. I've studied theology for my whole life. Really got to make sure that we don't have free will. And I got to prove that. And then the church will be good. And then you get to heaven, God's going to be like, you spent your whole life. Butchering the Bible apart over things that do not matter toward your salvation. Distracting you for your whole life for your purpose. Not using your spiritual gifts to bring people closer to God, but just to confuse them. And then you argued other religious leaders and Pharisees for your whole life. And you debated them to try to figure out what the truest part of the gospel is. What? It's a confusion. That's that's all it is. And it's a distraction. I truly believe that Satan uses deep, intelligent theology to, to distract us. I mean, I, I think being intelligent and, and adding your knowledge, especially goli- godly knowledge, is so important But as you mature in your faith. But studying that, like this is the gospel that God preached to prostitutes, to, to poor, uneducated people. And the, a lot of times that the Bible is, needs to be read that way is it needs to be examined. And it needs to be made sure it's true, but it, 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 it is simple. You know, people, there's this thousand page book on why the rapture isn't going to happen. And now this huge church in the place we live at believes that way because this, this pastor read this thousand page book, you know, once he, he he found the true knowledge by studying it so in depth through this thousand-page book that obviously the rapture is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when you read it and it says this, it, it means that. You know, it doesn't need. It's not this big puzzle, this big complicated thing that takes a thousand book page to explain. No, I mean the rapture is in the Bible. It no, it's says the rapture is going to happen. See, but, that's part of the ten percent for us. Yeah. But I mean, it literally says rapture is going to happen. <laughs> Ooh. but and um, the
0: thing is, is like even I would rather like, and, then, and I feel like that's one of those things. Like, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I don't uh, think the rapture is gonna happen. I just I don't believe it based on different scripture that I don't have just with me on hand. But but what is the whole
1: revelation for? It?
0: I think the revelation is like like the
1: book of Revelation. Hmm.
0: So I think it's the revelation of Jesus Christ and explains what the time of end is gonna be like and that a well lot then of what it happens? Is, like what happens? Yeah. So I believe in state of the dead that once we all
1: uh, die, well, what, what do you mean? Like the rapture. that's what I mean. Yeah. I'm not, I'm talking about the rapture is when God comes to this earth and you know, that yeah. The seven years so, of torment, like it says. So like what I yeah. believe
0: on that is that basically the seven, like all the time of mm-hmm. the earth being desolate with uh, that aspect is that it's just going to be Satan and his like yeah. people, but that that's all the people, too. even the wicked people, are just dead in the ground.
1: Well, so, so that's the, where the, we differ. Death has escaped them. That's where we differ. Yeah. But um but even then, what's it matter? Yeah. Know? But again, the Bible clearly says that, <laughs> that there's Oh, a, come on. I know. Don't but, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't yeah, do that's that. <laughs> that's where the distraction comes in. That's yeah. where the bad parts in. But when we know that Jesus Christ is coming, And that we know that Satan and this earth is going to be destroyed. And Mm -hmm. we know that all the believers are going to heaven. And, you know, that's what the the important part is. And the earth is going to be destroyed. And once we get to heaven, a lot of us are going to be surprised that we did not know everything. Yeah. So I think all of us
0: are going to be surprised.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, truly, we don't know exactly. Again, a lot of texts are confusing. But... Again, yeah, that's just the ten percent with us. But mm-hmm. the ninety percent, what we're living right now, that's what matters. Yeah. That's what we need to focus on. And um you know, if some discussions aren't bad, but I was I was arguing with him and I was like, There are so more people that are have this worldly knowledge, I would say. You know, that's not got this deep butchering of the Bible and mm-hmm. theology is not you know, godly knowledge. It's more of a worldly knowledge, and they're going to be much smarter than me ever. And they're convinced both ways. And the the debate has been going on for five hundred years of Calvinist versus mm. uh, free will. And I was just like, this is useless to debate. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna be. I'm not gonna team. be able
0: to end this five hundred year war mm-hmm. with some random new insight, because that's not how it works. Like you said, the Bible was brought and meant that everyone can understand how to be a christian and how to how to live for god. Yeah. And I understand that and you understand that. And so yeah, you and I may differ on point a, b, c, d or
1: whatever. But none of these are salvific issues. Right? I think yeah, it's You know what I'm saying? The Bible is pretty stated uh, very plainly on issues, but again, that doesn't matter. What we agree on is that Christ died on the cross for our sins and that he rose again that we need to repent of our sins and we need to change our mind to repentance. And we need to try to live like him and live this life by spreading the gospel. Yeah. I and love that's what we agree on. And that's what we believe. That's our, yeah. Uh,
0: denomination, which is, oh man, you, you, I'm very happy with how you explain that and stuff. And I very am happy that we still have, like even there, we were able to recognize something that we don't necessarily see exactly mm-hmm. the same. And identify or it doesn't even matter. It, it doesn't. At the end of the day, it doesn't. Because Romans 14 pulled it up, literally says, But why do you judge your brother? Or why do you show contempt for your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. You, mm-hmm. me, Roman Catholic, every 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 Catholicism, every single person. That's what, what I'm trying to say. Every denomination, religion, all of it. We all stand Before the judgment of God. For it is written as I live says the Lord. Every knee shall bow to me. And every tongue shall confess to God. Mm -hmm. Right. That is so straightforward. That's not. You don't have to butcher the Bible. To try to pull a meaning out of that. It says it straight up. And then it says. So then each of us shall give account of himself to God. Therefore let us not judge one another anymore. But rather resolve this. Not to put a stumbling block. Or a cause to fall in our brother's way.
1: That is a clear advice from Paul. Yeah. It is, hey, stop focusing on the stuff that doesn't matter, distractions that are literally distracting you from living your purpose on this earth. And you're so focused. There's so many intelligible guys that are so focused on that. But I would argue that they are lost. Mm. You know?
0: There is something. It says the ignorance of, of Christ. It talks mm-hmm. about being ignorant in Christ than being uh, intelligent in, in the in the world, you know? Yeah. I think that's such a beautiful concept. We're taught to... to, to come before God with faith of children. Mm-hmm. Children are not sitting there arguing over well, actually, such trivial
1: things. Yeah,
0: And that's so important in Christianity that, that and I'm not saying that you and me and every single denomination should all have one church and all be in it together. No, that's a
1: terrible idea. But it needs to be more unified.
0: But why can I not help you who has it? Three different beliefs than me. And, oh, you go to church on a different day. I oh, guess you're going to hell.
1: No. Oh, you believe the rapture isn't going to happen the way it says it does. Uh, you're going to hell.
0: Yeah. No. That is. No. Uh, sorry. Nowhere does it we say that We have the true Bible.
1: denomination and everyone else is going to hell. No. Stop focusing on those things. You know what's classified in the Bible? You know what it says
0: that John saw in heaven in Revelation? The remnant. 144,000. Figurative number. It's not. But it says that he saw a remnant church from all across the earth. As in, he did not see Seventh-day Adventists in heaven, or Roman Catholics in heaven, or Baptists in heaven, or Calvinists, or this, 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 this. He saw a remnant of God's people. Mm-hmm. Period. What does that mean? Slay. Ew. <laughs> no, no, don't say slay. Slay-go. Slay, go. Uh, slay. Period. Period. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to puke if
1: I do that. Just keep going.
0: But yeah, it's just that idea that, like, it's so trivial why we would argue about all these things. Because I have spent, uh, what, how many months with you? Like like doing this kind of stuff, three, four, five months, give or take. And I have never been closer to God in my life. Mm -hmm. I've never felt so confident to preach the gospel and just not be ashamed to go out there and say, hey, you know who Jesus is? Bro, let me tell you about him. And yet that has come from my time spent with someone who does not believe the same with me as me, but believes in the same God I do Mm -hmm.
1: and believes in that same message. And that's because what we focused on is that percent that we agree on we focused on living purposefully for god living um not in sin but a life that glorifies him through the law and um just living a more purposeful life Mm -hmm. living a life that is filled with god and not filled with the world and since we focused on that and what is so important in our lives and following jesus that we yeah, that we've became so close to God, just even though we disagree on many things,
0: and that's okay.
1: Yeah. You're not gonna agree, and that's a beautiful thing because it allows you to be able to talk to people
0: that I could never talk to, and vice versa. I have become all things to all people so that more will be saved,
1: Paul. And I love that, and it's it's very good. But I don't know what I was gonna I was gonna say something, but now I don't know. You go ahead.
0: I, I was just a beautiful conversation. Yeah, And I appreciate your comment there at the end, blah, 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 if you don't mind me reading it. I was raised as a traditional Roman Catholic and never heard someone say that they'd rather focus on the 90% we all believe in
1: than the 10% that isn't agreed on. I like it. How many angels can dance on the end of a needle? Doesn't matter. And even with the, the idea of free will, it's like, well, free will doesn't exist or free will exists. It's like, all you know is that you have to repent and believe in the gospel. Whether you have free will or not, you still have to do it, and it is still your choice to your knowledge. Yeah. That's all you can know. Yeah. So, again, and that's all that matters, even if we don't have free will or if we do have free will. Imagine you trying to preach the gospel. This is what I was trying to say, is that you're trying to preach the gospel to someone. You're like, all right, you need to repent and uh, believe in Jesus, believe that he died on the cross and repent of your sins. But you don't have free will. Um, it's going to be God that's making the decision for you. So, yeah. So you don't really know if you're saved or the chosen. And actually, if you can't believe in the rapture, if you believe in the rapture, you're going to hell. And you have to it's like why focus no, on this? No, it things. doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. The Bible says that
0: he came as through one man all were condemned, mm-hmm. through one man all were saved. Through yep. Christ's sacrifice. If you believe in that, you say, "God, I want to be saved. I'm sorry that I have lived for myself, God's like, I don't I don't see Braden. I don't see Ben. I see the blood of my son. Yep. Bam. As all. We're so lucky. So blessed.
1: Let's to be more gracious and loving in that.
0: Yeah. And extend that to other people. Extend that to people who don't believe the same as us. Extend that to people who yeah. are struggling.
1: Start yeah, focusing on the stuff that matters this week. Mm. And, Yeah. I think that's gonna strengthen your relationships. Stop caring so much about the stuff that doesn't matter about salvation. Mm, I love that.
0: I think well, that segues yes. stuff that matters. Our challenge this week was very lackluster, so I'm very glad that we were able to fill up a lot of a lot of spiritual yeah. topics, you know? It's a very important thing to talk about. Uh this week uh, you think we're good to yeah, dive into that? Yeah. This week, <laughs> I love how we said we're going to blast through these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, this week, we decided we were going to try to take opportunities, just whenever we could, to dress as professional as possible. So, usually, I'm the type of person I'm wearing shorts and a t shirt to places. Mm-hmm. I like to just be comfortable in clothing and stuff. But our whole motto is travel the path less traveled on, stop being comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. So, what if we start wearing clothes that are not so comfortable necessarily? Exception of these, these are look great, feel great. Buy one, Athobia. Anywho,
1: <laughs> these are authentic from Pakistan.
0: By yeah, the way. from Pakistan. Yep. Mission trip acquired. Mm-hmm. But oh shoot, totally lost my train of thought. Oh yes. So what if we wear this professional? We dress for the job that we want, if you will. Mm-hmm. So YouTubers. So we that's what we normally dress like. <laughs> but no. So we dressed in suits just whenever we could and everything like that. It wasn't super plausible, just because we both work, have things where we can't wear suits to. Like, I, I will get fired if I wear a suit to work because I work at a restaurant uniform kind of thing. A gymnast. Trying for me, I'm moving into a so the nice. next Wow, you're, wow.
1: Living, you're moving to a trade school. And you're gonna spend twelve to eighteen months there. Twelve to eighteen months. That's crazy. Why? That's, and how old are you? What yeah. Are you? Yeah, give give us some details, How did you find brother? out about the Try Die podcast? Yeah, did and where are you from, bro? How did you find out about this? Just yeah. let us know. Yeah, that's so cool.
0: That's so cool. And also, yeah, follow us on Instagram. DM us a little bit. Yeah. It's Try underscore die. Wait, no, no, I I done messed it up. Yeah, I'm just I gonna paste so. it. It's underscore or underscore die underscore underscore. Yes.
1: Um. Yeah. Perfect. So this week we are going to dress up in suits. Just dress fancy where it's not usually normal to dress fancy like school places like that yeah just in your normal classes that aren't public speaking and try it out so how was your experience with that because i did not do this at all this week because we're kind of getting a lot of a lot of content done a lot of things figured out and now i you know this week i was really just figuring out a long-term video and so i can kind of completely forgot about the challenge but how was your days wearing a suit to places wait
0: there it is Instagram. So, ooh, Peter two eighteen thoughts. Okay, we'll get into that in a minute. Let, let, let me let me cover the challenge for a second. Oh,
1: we'll not get into that because that's way too big of a conversation. Wait, Peter two eighteen. The keys of the, right? Maybe is it that one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's oh, the uh, the Pope. Ooh. Okay. Let's just not talk about it because again, that's. Yeah, that might is. be one of those ten percent things perhaps yeah i, I just it's gonna i don't know kind of off topic
0: kind of off topic yeah fair enough but we can discuss it after the podcast yeah we'll then. discuss it after the podcast if you'll stick around in the time mm-hmm. after all right but how was your experience with so the suits? my experience with the this was great because every time i've dressed professionally because i just do this sometimes it's fun to just be wearing clothing that no one else is wearing everyone notices it first of all everyone sees that and says why are you dressed up so nice why are you dressed up so nice because it's so abnormal to be dressed for success and every time I say, just why not? Why why not just, you know, why aren't you wearing a suit? And they're like, well, you know, it's just hey, so much, not that comfortable, whatever. So I challenged them. I said, well, just try it. And every time it's just I feel like I get more done. I feel like my mind is more just elevated because I am happy with everything about how I look. And I like I'm not sitting there worrying, man, what if I don't look professional right now? Because I know I look professional. So mm-hmm. it kind of like... Alters your mindset and stuff, which is really good because it allows me, like, I attack things, I'm more confident, I approach people easier, all these different things. So it was very. Oh, they were swiping through shorts. That's so dope. I found it on
1: shorts. <laughs> I am 20. I live in Montana. I don't really know how your channel got suggested to me by YouTube. As mostly I only watch gaming, comedy, etc. videos on YouTube. But as I was swiping through your, sh- one of your shorts came up. That is awesome. That's so cool. But wow. Yeah, back on your topic, Jordan Peterson says that your room is a direct externalization of your mind. But I think it's much more than your room, it's a, a bunch of aspects of your life. It is how you dress, it is you, the state of your room, the state of your car, the state of your house. And a lot of those things reflect how your mental is. So if you're dressed really nice, it's going to reflect. It's going to organize your mind a little bit more. You're going to feel. You're going to feel better about yourself, more confident. You're going to feel organized. If your car's cleaner, you're gonna. You're gonna feel better. You're gonna feel more organized. And the same thing with your room, your house, um, uh, everything, your workspace. It's just going to feel better when you're organized and you're dressed nice, and the social aspect of it. The The social rejection, people look at you weird, but you just have to learn that I don't care. I don't care about being judged. I don't care what I'm wearing. Um, Your opinion has no effect on me. Mm. It's just good for that aspect and just organizing your life through external vessels.
0: Mm. Love that. So try dressing professional. It'll really just change your mindset on stuff. That's beautiful. I love that.
1: Honestly, that's about it for this week's challenge. There's
0: not too much to take about it. We just thought it'd be nice to kind of dress up and it just made me realize that idea. Yeah, like that direct externalization of your mind, as Jordan Peterson says, if your room's not clean, then your brain's a little bit foggy. And if you're sitting there in unconfident clothes, mm-hmm. you're unconfident. You're sitting there. Oh, what, what do people think of me? What do they look at me? That's what's so neat about having a buzz haircut is I can't have a bad hair day because mm-hmm. I don't have hair. So I don't sit there and think, oh, does my hair look OK or does this look OK or whatever? Also have you looked up peter 218 yeah I first second peter
1: yeah i thought it was gonna be yeah say i did the, i did the same thing and i thought <laughs> it was gonna be the the keys that he was giving to um peter or the keys of the kingdom but yeah it doesn't matter um yeah. we'll still tackle it a little bit
0: afterwards that's about
1: this week's challenge and the thoughts i got from it and that you got from, from
0: first it. or second peter 218 oh you meant like oh the sorry. challenge uh, yeah, yeah gotcha so, that being said, there's not too much to take away from it. I would challenge you, though, if you're watching this, listening to this at a later date or just now, whenever, mm-hmm. night, morning, just take a moment and try dressing up. Uh, I'm proud for you. Don't say sorry. Don't get it. Don't get social media. Don't do it. It's, it's not worth, not worth it. it. Don't do it. Just, if you want, you can email us, though, and we'll happily stay in contact. Let us know how you're doing with Absolutely. the trade school and everything. Uh, Subscribe, ring the bell, whenever you so you can see whenever we upload. But... Exactly.
1: yeah all right let's dive into next week's challenge oh man it's a big one it's oh, I'm a, so excited it's our first two-week challenge and it is becoming boxers in, in two. two weeks man. oh my gosh it's and gonna, it's a big event it's huge. hundreds of people. hundreds
0: of people go there it's an amateur fight club in chattanooga tennessee roughly three hours from where we live
1: Bunch a bunch of amateur.
0: bunch of amateur college students that basically box. There was a whole group of people there that go to this Christian college. Christian college is like, what are you doing? Stop using my name. Mm-hmm. So they had to stop using the name of the Christian college in the name of the fight club. But it's called just Fight Night. It's just Fight Night. And they get a bunch of amateur boxers and let them just go ham on each other. Just beat each other up. This mm-hmm. cool little moment. Safely. Uh, yeah, this expression of testosterone. Regulate it, you know,
1: but yeah, And, yeah, you just got to go be a man. You get to yeah. thrive in masculinity you and get to live. <laughs> you get to live with purpose in the ring. Yeah, but it's such a neat concept.
0: We we tackled it a lot at the beginning, uh, a couple ideas of it. But I do want to you know run back on those a little bit. Yeah, you. We have two weeks. That's it. We are we are just two weeks. Oh my goodness, dude, I'm gonna cry. You're, that's such a cool All right, comment. Let's just
1: read this nice comment. Let's read real that. Quick. that, that uh. um, he said, I'm already subscribed. That's how I saw you were live. Your short made a big impression on me. It was so honest and pure compared to everything else I saw that day. And I subbed. Thank, Thank you, you, Bubble Ball. That was very kind. That's a very
0: kind message. That's That's what gives
1: us motivation.
0: Motivation, yeah. honestly, because. 114 people, compared to 20, 30, 40 million, mm-hmm. it's not that much. But it's moments like these, and messages like that that are just so, so worth it. Every time I do it all over again, I'd spend, Absolutely. I'd spend the $600 all over again to get this equipment.
1: Yeah. In a thing. Yeah. We're only moving up, people. Yeah. But well, let's jump back into the challenge. Yeah. So, we only
0: have two weeks, and so what that means is we have no—you've sparred maybe once or twice whenever you were younger. Uh, I've had no boxing experience. I've hit a bag. Mm -hmm. That's it for cardio. And we have two weeks to just jump into this and get our crap rocked. And so, yeah, I want you to talk about that, that
1: person you were talking to, what they told you for how you should train for the next two weeks. Yeah. So they were like, basically you, what you got to do is you got to spar every day. You got to go get punched in the face and get used to it. And punch the people in the face. Just That's all you got to do is just build that muscle memory. You have no time to learn the fundamentals. You have to go and fail. That is the only way you will succeed. Yeah, that, that's oh, that's like
0: shivers. That sends chills because, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry for that noise. <laughs> but you have no choice but to get beat the frick yeah. up. That's your only possible hope of success in this. Mm -hmm. is to get your stuff rocked enough that you learn from it. And I think life is the same exact stinking way. Yeah, You are going to get rocked, hit, punched, beaten, curb stomped. It's the only way to
1: learn. And it's the only way to learn. You can learn the fundamentals all day, but it's not going to matter. Yeah. So this week, what we're going to do, game plan, is this weekend we're going to do a lot of Oh no! The weekend's over already. Weekend's over. We have we 13 have days and 13 so days tomorrow we're just gonna do a ton of cardio, ton of bag training, and then I think on Wednesday we're gonna do more sparring. Probably on Monday, Tuesday we'll spar each other. We're gonna both do some hand work, some mat work, and then do some light sparring. And then on Wednesday I think we're gonna go up to a boxing club and do some sparring, and then try to spar as much as we can. And then this weekend I'll be sparring in Michigan. I'll probably still be sparring. Here. And then you go you spar Gotta somewhere. Go. And so this week's just gonna be filled with sparring. So hopefully we get some great shorts, some great videos out of that. Because we're making a long uh, we're making a long YouTube video out yes. of Yes. So this is our two week challenge, but
0: it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be crazy. And it, it and this just goes back into that mindset of Sometimes you you, you have this dream, you have this aspiration, like I've always wanted to be this, or I always thought it'd be cool. You know how many times I've watched, like whenever we watched, we sat there and live streamed before we recorded a podcast one day, Mm -hmm. Ludwig's chess boxing tournament. We're like, wouldn't that be the coolest thing to be a part of that? Or to go boxing one day? Or just go box? Like what if we did that? (laughs) Haha, we just fought each other. We're not fighting each other, I don't think. Unless your dude's a no-show, then it probably will end up happening, which
1: would be hilarious. If we fought each other, that awesome. so oh, so would be awesome. That would be so funny. That would be so funny. It would be so ethically weird. It would be so, like, like the punching would be so different. <laughs> this is like, rude. right now, Carson Mostrepa, I'm going to knock you out. But uh, <laughs> it would be so hard. Because... It would be so funny if I get knocked out. I mean, I'll still be humble, but I'll be yeah. like, yeah, you deserve the win. I think it's going to be a good fight. I don't hate the guy at all, but I really want to knock you out, bro. With Imagine loft. it cuts right after I, I say it. Go. It cuts to a clip of me just knocking. Him out. I hope so. We'll or see it we'll just cuts to a clip of could, you okay. getting just so rocked. Right now, it's gonna cut to a clip of me in a short getting me, me getting knocked out or me knocking him out. That's gonna be funny. <laughs> or just you guys like sissy fighting. It's just not even a good <laughs> box. Yeah. No. Uh, but it's
0: gonna be it's gonna be crazy. That would be morally confusing if we got mashing two each other because we're like best friends and we. I still think I punched. Oh, I would you. purpose yeah. that, but this is for the 10%. <laughs> yeah, I think I
1: am knock. I would try to knock you out. I would try to knock sure. you out. I'd go, only, I think for, I'd like go a...
0: only for your liver. I'd try to make your uh, nose
1: go into your brain. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think I would just elbow you. Um, no, just yeah, I'd just start jabbing with my elbows, start cutting. Yeah. I, I think we'd just go full out. But again, I say that, but it'd be hard. It'd
0: be so much harder because like every one of my punches would be that much more thought about and, and would s- be muscle memory because I'd have to be thinking about, wow, I'm hitting Ben right now.
1: Yeah. If I gave you like a really good one, I don't know how much I'd follow up, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because you'd be like, shoot, are you
1: okay? But with Carson, I would follow up so hard. Oh, man. I don't. I'm a fill in. So there's a
0: chance I might not even get to box, which there's is a suck. high
1: chance. There's always someone that drops out, especially oh, yeah.
0: in amateur boxing. Yeah, I'm sure. But still. So this I, week, it's going to be full
1: of sparring. It's going to be full of training. And we're going to do a lot of filming. So keep up with us on shorts. So we're going to podcast. We're going to at least live stream next week. And talk about our experience of training for a whole week, mm-hmm. and uh, but we don't. This is a two week challenge, so yeah. we're gonna podcast, but it um, might it might actually be one the that's same a little challenge shorter. Two weeks, like next week, might actually be one that's a little bit shorter. But we'll do some live streaming. We'll do some fun stuff. Maybe we'll do some live boxing. Ooh, oh, that's perfect. That's I think perfect. that's a great idea. Some I, I live like idea. boxing, and uh, maybe some live chess boxing. No, I was kidding. But yeah, th- that, going back to what you said is. When you have this aspiration, oh, one day, you know, I, I want to be that crazy big author that yeah. is so famous. You said that. One day, I want to be a famous comedian. One day, I want to be a famous boxer. Do it. One yeah. week. Through this Try or Die podcast, we were like, hey, we're going to write a 100 page book in one week. fourteen three point three pages a day and about five all nighters. We wrote a 100 page book. We are almost authors. We're about to get it published. And we were like, hey, what if someone would become a comedian in a week? We're like, hey, let's do it. We, we wrote a whole comedy sketch, and you can go back on the YouTube video and watch the YouTube video about it. And we wrote a comedy sketch in one week, and we performed in, about f- in front of 50 people. We performed a comedy sketch. And now with boxing, we're doing it in two weeks. We're becoming boxers. If you have a dream, sometimes it's a lot closer than you think. Yeah.
0: And sometimes the best way to know if you're going to be able to do that dream or not is to just try it. Just do it. You can sit there and craft a plan all day. If you don't do it, then what's the point? Luke Combs, he's a country singer. He makes this song called uh, "Better Together," and it's it's a it's like a love song. But mm-hmm. in in the song, he says, "What's the point of this guitar if it's not got strings?" And he says, "Or what's the point of pouring your heart into a song if you're not gonna sing it?" And just that idea, like, what's the point yeah. of sitting there planning everything out and planning detail for detail, micro detail after micro detail? Everything's perfect, but you never do it. It is better to do it and nothing be planned mm. than to plan it all and it,
1: nothing be done. Yes. That's said perfectly. If you're going to go for something, go all out. Sometimes that just involves going out and getting punched in the face. Yeah. Everyone's that's got a plan to get punched that's in the, the face. That's the best way to learn is just getting punched in the face. And sometimes it's planning it out. Hmm. But in this case, two weeks away. You don't have much chance <laughs> to plan it out. And – update on the short film it'll be out by about two days yeah so fun fact i almost yeah so let's go back we made a whole short film in one week Mm -hmm. and it's about to be released you should go check it out when you're listening to this
0: yeah it'll be and it'll be really good the problem is it's really good i don't have power at my house currently where i've Mm -hmm. been editing it like
1: tirelessly so it would have been released by
0: now. oh yeah it would have been totally been released by now i have like one or two more scenes left i might just pull an all-nighter tonight and finish it Mm -hmm. but my house almost got burnt down because a power pole right next to it got struck by lightning burst into flames and we had a carport in my yard comes up cuts the power line in half so there's no more electricity going to it and so the fire stops it's this terrible uh like Ah oh, man, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just like a really rough situation at 5 a.m. last Saturday, so I don't have power till this Wednesday, and so hopefully, just while I'm here, I can get that editing done. I should have brought my second monitor because that makes it a lot easier. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah it was, oh, yeah, it was a tough little time. Said they saw the preview and it was a little scary horror movie vibes. That was that's kind of on perfect. Purpose. Yeah, that's what that's we perfect. wanted. That's what I wanted. And then yeah, whenever you
1: see the whole thing, your whole mind's gonna be blown because. Oh, Reason. it's interpreted in so many ways. But, mm-hmm. yeah, stop being happy, bro. Stop being happy, bro. That's our biggest advice through this podcast is yeah. stop being happy. And you'll you'll figure out what that means. Yeah. Maybe you won't. Maybe you won't. That's the best part about the short film is it's yeah. confusing. Oh, it's so good. And only we know the meaning. Yeah.
0: But even then, there's so many meanings. Like, every day we we watch through it and we're just like, I get a
1: new interpretation. I really think that's what makes it so special is that it's so many ways to interpret it. Mm-hmm. I'd say about a
0: thousand. Oh yeah, and I think that's what we're we're gonna keep your eye out for clickbait. Seven hundred and seventy-seven. It's gonna be like uh, we made a short film that can be interpreted seventy times seven ways. Yeah. <laughs> it's called forgiveness. Uh, Just how can you forgive your brother? Mm. But that's that's pretty much sums up. So uh, the next two weeks, next two get weeks. ready for
1: boxing content and a short film that's coming out. Yeah, a lot of good and content coming video. out. A really excited. It's gonna be good. Um, our challenge to the viewer
0: make a are we, are we doing that one mm-hmm. yeah make a
1: training montage you see those in movies all the time just try to make your best one no matter what it's for what kind of workouts just make a cool training
0: montage yeah so like y- if you're familiar with the movie rocky you know like the eye mm-hmm. of the tiger starts playing by survivor and you start seeing him, he's running up the stairs he's doing all the what what is it what's the name of the dude he says i was about to impersonate him i forgot the name Adrian, that's what it is. Yeah, like that whole, (laughs) the whole like build up to it. Make yourself a training montage. Make yourself look awesome. Why not? You're awesome, bro. But prove it.
1: (laughs) I think it just boosts your confidence and it makes you want to actually, yeah, live a training montage.
0: Exactly. Start. Yeah. Make a training montage to see what your life could be like all the time. Ooh. Ooh. Email us about it if you do this challenge. Email us your training montage. DM us. If we can get, we're going to send it out as probably a challenge in the short yes. and tell people to email it to us. We're probably going to do a little bit of like a little prize for the winner.
1: Yeah. Probably. It's 20 bucks, 20 bucks plus yeah. something else. Yeah. Um, we're going to give to the winner of the best training montage. So yeah. Fun fact. We're going to do a little contest
0: with this week's challenge. We give everyone one week mm-hmm. and winner gets 20 bucks. Cash app, Venmo, whatever.
1: Sweet. So... uh I think that is about it for the Try or Die podcast. But yeah, this has been the Try or Die podcast. Focus on the 90% this week and stop being happy. Mm. My name is Ben Valley. My name is Braden Ball. Travel the path, less traveled on. See you next time. See you next time.